0: Well, greetings to everyone in Jesus' name. The Lord is truly good to us this morning. Those beautiful songs, those beautiful words from Psalms there is what the people of God sang for many, many, many years. It's not been that long that we have hymns, but in comparison, so we just did what they used to do years and years ago, and those are beautiful words. That's a blessing that we have these words to give back to the Lord. So I want to welcome everyone here this morning, especially the visitors. Thank you for coming and being with us and worshiping the Lord with us. We trust that God will have a blessing for all of us this morning. While there's a large number of our own not here, we have a goodly amount of visitors this morning, and that's a blessing. Praise God for that. God has uh, given us a beautiful day to gather and worship him. And I pray that's what our hearts can do this morning as we sing and take in his his word that he has left us. I pray that it would minister life to our souls. The verse up there in the board talks about humbling ourselves, and we sang that song about humbling ourselves in the sight of the Lord, and and kneeling together is just one little way we can do that. And I'd like for us to do that now. We could kneel together in prayer before we go any further. Lord, you have truly been good to us, and as we there, oh that men would would praise the Lord for His goodness and his marvelous gifts unto the children of men. Thank you for for that, God. You have given us many, many, many gifts this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the breath of life, Lord. Thank you for the Spirit of God, and thank you for the Word of God. Lord, precious truths that we already were were ministered to, Lord, by this precious book. And by these hymns, God, thank you for the eternal word of God. Hallelujah. Lord, we know that it says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain forever. We thank you for that, God. Lord, we pray now as we open up the Bible and, and uh, preach. <clears throat> Lord, we pray for your spirit to attend the words and bring them to our hearts, Lord, and minister. The grace of life to us, Lord. The things that we have need of, God, in our hearts. Minister. Minister your, your healing, Lord, where we need healing. and Hope where we need hope, God. And help where we need help. Oh, Father, I pray that as we sit here in your presence, God, we pray that your spirit would minister to the very needs of our heart, Lord. We pray for your blessing upon, upon your word, Lord. God, we pray for... For those uh, from among us that are not here today, Lord, bless them wherever they gather, different places to worship, Lord, be with them, God, and minister to them as well, Lord. And, and all over the face of the earth, God, as people gather together on the Lord's day to worship you, God, I pray you would, you would bless your people and prepare us, Lord, for the great day of the Lord coming, O oh, God, that we would all be ready to meet the Lord. We would be found of you, God, without spot and without wrinkle. Lord, I pray you'd use this day to to, uh, work in our hearts to that end, God, that we would be ready to meet our Lord when he comes uh, back to receive his church unto himself. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you may turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 14 for a meditation here this morning. And this is the account where this woman came into the house where Jesus was and broke the alabaster box of precious ointment and poured it over the Lord's head just a tremendous act of love and devotion for for the Lord and so let let us just deeply ponder what this woman did it's here for a purpose it's here for a reason Jesus, it seems like, put a premium on this act. He said something about what this woman did that I don't think he said anywhere else in the Scriptures. And so this was very, very well loved and received by the Lord, even though it was a bit scoffed at and 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 it was a bit... Uh, Rejected by the others, this act, what this woman did to her Lord. This is a picture of true devotion, true love for the Lord. And it's amazing that this could happen, such an expression of love. In one house and just down the street, they were figuring out a way how to kill the Lord. That's how much they hated him at the same time it looks like. Same time this woman this woman was pouring out her, her love for her Lord up the street, the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how they might take him by, by, uh, by craft and put him to death. Imagine that. We see two different worlds of hearts here, not that far apart. So we'll read from verse one to verse nine. After two days was the feast of the Passover, and of the unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might take him by craft, and put him to death. But they said, not on the feast day lest there be an uproar of the people and being in bethany in the house of simon the leper as he sat at meat there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard very precious and she broke the box and poured it on his head and there were some that had indignation within themselves and said Why was this waste of ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. And Jesus said, Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me ye have not always. She hath done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, This also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. So whenever I go to preach the gospel like I did last weekend or last week or for revival meetings or whatever, when we preach the gospel, to us that is the best news. That is the good news. You don't get it any better than that. The paper, the media is full of bad news. The gospel is the best news. It's that which saves souls from an eternal hell. We know that. And might just say last, last weekend at the Bible school there, four young people gave their hearts to the Lord, surrendered their lives, and were, were born again. And that is very precious. But Jesus said here in verse 9, I want you wherever you go preaching to remind people of what this woman did to me. It, it, It seems he puts a premium on this act. He says, in a sense, what this woman did to me is as important as preaching the life soul saving gospel. Wherever the gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of. Make much of this. This is an example. This is what I like. This lady kind of stepped out of the status quo a bit. She was murmured at. They had indignation. But have you have you ever ever realized that when 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 when, when you're when people are really devoted to the Lord and they have a heart to do it right and they give it all they got, it's often, maybe, it can be scoffed at. Why get so radical when all the individual is doing is loving his Lord? And the amazing thing about this is Jesus received it. He received this worship He received this love. I call this uh, meditation this morning, lavishly loving the Lord. The definition for lavish is very generous and extravagant. To bestow something in generous and extravagant quantities on. That's what this woman did. She bestowed, she broke her box, which I believe is, an, is a representation of her whole life. It is estimated that this, this box, the value of this box would have been equal to 300 days of labor. That's almost a year. She saw Christ so precious. There's no offering too precious for my Lord. And she took that which was so precious to her and she broke Broke the the wax seal, I believe, is what it really means. And she poured that on Christ's head. Jesus had to ask Peter, even though he knew the answer already, but he had to ask Peter three times, Simon, lovest thou me? He didn't have to ask this woman. He knew. It was already very obvious. She had went all the way. With her love for the Lord. Let's just consider a few points of. Maybe what things we should remember. About this woman. Memorial. What should we remember about this? Well I've already alluded to the one. Where he said. Where Jesus said in verse 6. Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? let's not be too quick to pour cold water, so to speak, on other people's devotion for their Lord let's Let's remember what this woman did, and we may sometimes be be tempted to say, "Well, would you really have to go that far out? Do you really have to go that far out on a limb like like Zacchaeus did?" He wanted to see Jesus so bad and he went out on a limb and we use that very expression. You know, that person went out on a limb. <laughs> well, let's not be too quick to judge people when they, when they really maybe go further than what we think they should. Or we have other better uh, ideas, what they could do with their gift or their person or their talent. I mean, look at all the value that's just, just wasted. Wasted? Wasted on the Lord? Oh, my. Jesus did not receive that. He did not think it was a waste. He did not receive the accusation. He came to her defense and said, Let her alone. He said, maybe another thing we should remember here is she wrought a good work on me. I believe this perfume, this, 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 uh, this aroma went with the Lord all the way to the cross. And so, as one by one his disciples forsook him, Peter denied him, they all forsook him and Jesus was left alone except the aroma of this woman's devotion went with him all the way to the cross. Isn't that precious? I think that's very precious. <clears throat> she wrought a good work on him. Imagine with me as they as as sat that crown of thorns on his head and the pain and the blood started oozing out of his skull and, and, and come down over his face. You know how blood smells and tastes kind of salty if you get some in your mouth sometimes, but it has a certain smell. But mingled with that was his aroma. She has wrought a good work on me. Her intent was to come and, and, and anoint him for His burial, he said in verse 8, she hath done what she could. There's another point for us to ponder this morning. Dearly beloved, this is a challenge. Have we done what we can for the Lord? She did what she could. Have we, do we, do I what I can for the Lord? and he said she came beforehand to anoint my body for the burying you might recall as Jesus before this just to back up now a little bit before this as he predicted his crucifixion his death as he told his disciples i'm going to die you might remember what peter did he he said uh Forbid it, Lord, that this is going to happen to you. This, this can't be. And and he, I think that was where Jesus said, "Get thee behind me, Satan." And different times, they didn't. They didn't realize. They didn't get it. And even after the fact that he was crucified and buried, they were very. They were very unsettled and disoriented. Could you say and. I thought the Lord is going to come and set up his kingdom, I believe, is what those uh, inferred to there on the, on the road to Emmaus when he met up with them. And, and he had told them clearly what he was about. And, and it, so it's possible that this woman was really the only one that had really grasped Jesus' words. And she came to anoint him for his death. He said he's going to die. He said he's going to die for our sins. I'm going to come and anoint him. And this was an, an expression of her faith in his words, what he had numerous times told them, while many of the disciples either forgot or never, it never really stuck or they never really grasped it or they had other ideas that hindered them from really receiving what Jesus said, except this one woman and Jesus said she has wrought a good work on me she came to anoint my body aforehand for the burying." so we should remember that of her well in closing here Jesus isn't here he said he said that to the to to them there he said The poor you have always with you. Me you don't. You can do that anytime to the poor. And so it made me think of uh, a verse in Ephesians 1 where... So I guess the point that I want to make in closing here, so what about us? How can we literally and practically work this out? And if you're with me in Ephesians 1... Maybe this is at least one way. Obviously, we can we can do it to poor. Jesus talked about that in Matthew 25. He said, "In it, as much as ye have done it unto least unto the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me." So as we pour our love out on on our brothers and sisters, on 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 the poor uh, around us, it is indeed. Doing it as unto the Lord, but here in Ephesians 1, uh, at the end of the chapter here, we have the exalted position of Christ as he, as he is in heaven. In verse 20, it says, which ye wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, the high exalted position of Christ. Now, verse 22, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. Speaking of the church now. The church is Christ's body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So I believe in another sense, as we pour our love into Christ's body, the church. And break our, our, and give our offerings and pour our lives into and make the church of Christ, the body of Christ beautiful. It is in a sense doing what this woman did over Christ's literal body. So as we remember this, what this lady did, as Christ exhorted us to do, let it, let it uh, uh, encourage us, let it motivate us, let it uh, challenge us to love the Lord lavishly, to not be stingy, in our love, when it comes to the Lord, but extravagantly and and generously because he is worthy, isn't he? He is worthy. So God bless you, and may the Lord receive all the glory.